This episode is about, you know, what's good. It's about pride. It's about pride. It's about gay. It's about queer. So if you don't like it, then don't listen to then it. get the fuck out of here. And just don't come back. Unless you want to learn some shit. You Which know? you should. Or be a proper ally if you are not part of the queer community. Beach. Yes. But anyways, before we get into this episode, Gabrielle. Yes. How was your week? How's my week? How I feel like these weeks fly by. Um, how was my week? It was chill. No, I don't do my. I don't do much, honestly. Um, celibacy still going strong, so I've been chilling. Wow, I'm proud of you. I'm oh God, proud thanks. of you. Thank you so uh, much. It's been a journey. It's been a motherfucking. I don't know why I keep singing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the music episode was last week, and that I was don't. a lot of singing. That was a lot of singing. But how was your week, Rincon Reyes? <laughs> I feel like. I've had a long ass week, like Monday, me and two of my friends. This is funny. Me and Nat- my friend Natalia, my friend Talia, Talia is how she pronounces it. Because um, <laughs> I don't pronounce it right. We literally um, decided it'd be cute to go to the pool and, and oh. eat, eat an edible and drink. And you guys, I promise you. Don't do this. Look, it was so much fun, but I didn't know how I was going to get home because I drove myself. Yes. Um, I won't tell you how I ended up home, but just know <laughs> I had a good time. <laughs> so yeah, but that just was she's safe. I'm safe and she's alive. Here. Just don't, don't be Melissa. Don't be us. We were being really responsible. But anyway, yeah, no. But um, yeah, that's pretty much my week. I mean, it's been kind of an intense couple past days for me. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot going on in the world, as always. Yeah. Um, what was it? Not last night, but the night before that. So that was, was that Friday night? Friday night. Friday night. Another, Another. unarmed black man shot and killed by the police, Richard Brooks. Um... This was at the Wendy's. It was in Atlanta, like, University yeah, Avenue. this time it's down the street from us, basically. Yeah. Yeah, and Wendy's that we probably, if you go to, if you're, you know that we went to school in Atlanta. We prob- we've all seen it. So, it's, like, yeah. it's kind of, like, a lot. It's a lot. Um, And so, yeah, an unarmed black man was shot and killed again. And Atlanta has been in flames ever since. And, I honestly, love I, love I love it. I love it. it. Um, last night we were like staying updated on everything, just reading and seeing like the Wendy's was on fire. Yeah. Then it was scary because it was really close to a gas station, and that was crazy. But just saying that shit would have blown the fuck blown up. up. There's gonna be so many more protests today. Um, just please stay safe, anyone who's out there. Yeah, I feel like these are getting kind of dangerous. They're getting very. I mean, yeah. Because I feel like then it was, but this is getting kind of intense because it was somebody in our own community yeah so please be safe please 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 be safe it's getting crazy out there and then of course more deaths two black trans women in one week and it wasn't talked about yeah not really i mean people were sharing it but i had to like 
really look it up to find anything. Yeah. Um, two black trans women, Rhea Milton and Dominique Fowles, yeah. um, both murdered in one week. There's really not much information on it. I tried to look it up, and there's everything is just still under investigation. Um, under investigation, my ass. Like, I, yeah. The shit like that is, like, it's under investigation, but botch. They're going to just brush it under the rug. Like, As now. always. Of course, because that's what always happens. And Yeah. Um, and I think that's... I think so far in 2020, there's been 19 trans women killed or m- murdered, and no one's looked at anything about it. So really, it's really awful, and I'm just sending prayers and to, their, and to their families families and anyone that is affected by this because i know reading it every day and seeing it every day is probably so draining and exhausting yeah. um and that kind of takes us into this week's episode which yeah. is about pride we didn't and, mean to start off in like a yeah but it's just like that's what's happening it's and, and we have to talk about we it we have to talk about it we can't ignore it it's directly affecting us as um black people and as yeah. gabby as of like a black queer woman it's like yeah. this is like a lot to take in so it is Let's talk about it. So this right. is like a serious and informative, but we're also still going to have fun as always. But we just want to make sure that we're also educating folks out there who don't really know as much as some may know. So. I feel like this episode is important because very important. I find that, you know, Black Lives Matter, Mata movement. <laughs> I literally, Guys, I can't read ma- matter anymore when I say Mata. I didn't understand. Oh, that's how. Okay, because in my head, Black I wasn't pronouncing it like Mata. that. <laughs> what? She says, well, how, do you, how would you spell that? It's M-A-T-T-U-H. Mata. Black Lives Matter. Anyway, the whole Black Lives Matter movement. Like, you see that they forget about the, the queer community, the black queer community. And it's like, that's why I feel like this is such an important episode because it's yeah. like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they're just as, like, they're they're literally black too. And it's almost like you just don't want to hear that. And that's, yeah, it's really problematic. Yeah. Anyway. Um, no, it's, yeah, it's very important. We're going to get into that because yeah. this month is Pride Month. So obviously, ooh, 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 we want to talk about it. Yeah. Um, Pride Month is really exciting, but right now, maybe not so much. Um, so let's first start off with what is Pride? How did Pride start? Where did it come from? As most things in this country and this world have come from, black trans women of course um so pretty black much black women are the leaders of, of no of for sure every fucking movement for so, sure not shocked never i'm never shocked <laughs> um so pretty much pride started with the stonewall riots mm-hmm. um it was like in the early hours of june 28th 1969 um and stonewall it was like stonewall inn it was a prominent gay queer space um it was a club in new york city and it was like a safe haven for gay people during that time yeah. where they, um, I don't know, like, like in the sixties and stuff, it yeah. was not very accepted. It was not good at all. Yeah. And, um, so pretty much this prominent club was getting raided a lot. So were so many gay clubs throughout the country and yeah. their reasonings behind the raids were like, oh, you possibly are selling liquor illegally because a lot of these clubs run by the mafia. It was just trying to find shit so they can go in there. I fucking hate um, the fucking government cops. Fuck you guys. Sorry. No, really. Fuck cops for sure. All cops are bastards. Fact. And um, so police were able to get warrants really easily. And at that time, there were like states gender appropriate clothing laws. And so literally female officers were able to take suspected cross-dressing patrons into the bathroom and like force them to show like their genitalia and like check their sex pretty much that is so literally like fucked up it's disgusting and so one night they um got tired of it and they had enough and so um 
during these raids, pretty much people would get harassed and beat. And so yeah. finally everyone, you know, fought back. And that's how the riots broke out. And it was a series of riots. Started June 28th. I can't remember exactly what date they ended. Um, and it was completely run by black and brown trans women. They were on the front lines. They organized everything. Um, and even though there is a movie about Stonewall, and in the movie, they sh- it's pretty much like... A white gay man is the one that did Are you everything. Being serious? Yeah, I can't remember what it's called, but like he's the one that like threw the first brick at Stonewall and really? all this stuff. Yeah, when it was like the leaders. I mean, I feel like not. Even, I feel like a lot of people that don't know this stuff don't even know their names, which is Marsha yeah. P. Johnson and Sylvia Rivera. Like, that's crazy that the in that movie that they made it seem like a white like a white savior. Concept. Yeah, it was a white savior and movie. And a white man. Yeah, sister I don't even remember man. if he was gay. Yeah, he was sister. I can't and I do don't this. remember. If he was gay or not. Um, That's hilarious. And so these riots, they broke out across the country, and obviously they were anti-cop, which we will get into. A cab. No, fact. And on the one-year anniversary of these riots, there was um, Christopher Street Liberation Day, Mm -hmm. which is a parade that went all the way to Central Park. I think it was like 51 blocks or something like that. And it was the first gay pride march in history. You know, I wish that, like, in school they would teach us this kind of stuff. Yeah, same. It's like they try to hide or something in school that, like, oh gay people exist or something like like they and that's why they don't they don't do any like sexual sexual education for queer people yeah um any teaching for queer people and how beautiful would it be for like little queer kids to learn this kind of stuff you know what i'm saying and like i feel like i this is stuff that you have to go out your way to learn and i don't like that you have to get at least to higher education even then you have to like actively choose these courses yeah like and a lot of people who are other majors they're not going to choose to take a queer identities class because they're like what is that it's like it's a waste of money technically because they have to pay for the class yeah it's not against their thingy which i feel like but i mean you can choose your electives but a lot of people just they're not going to choose like gay electives like they're just or anything about gay history yeah and so um for me like we said before my major was sociology so i've taken all of these classes and that's how i actively learned everything and how i was analyzed everything and even for me i didn't know this stuff i had no clue about sylvia rivera and marsha p johnson it was such a shock to me that you know we never learned about this you truly have to get higher education to learn about this but you find that like I feel like the universe, the United States school system fails us time and time and Fact, time again yeah. because why don't we know any of this? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Why it's a huge why part of a history. Lot of people not, why did it take you being like in university, probably in your more major classes yeah. to learn about this? Like that, that's crazy. Or a lot of other people probably don't know this and that's it's really crazy. But anyways. Yeah. Um, no, it's, it is. And it sucks because um, it pretty much just goes to the fact that queer people are always the ones that like have to fight for themselves. So. Yeah. Um, so that is what Pride was, and so now what Pride has become, um, so now Pride, I think you guys have all seen it, it's, like, a big party, honestly, for a couple days. Yeah. Um, I know Atlanta Pride is always really big. They do something in June, but the October one is, like, the huge one. Yeah. Um, and so it's, like, a bunch of performers and, like, vendors. And and big names. Yeah, it's big names, and, um... Uh, politicians are there and it's just it's very um capitalized off of for sure yeah 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 it's very white because <laughs> why is like all these businesses fucking nike's there with like a rainbow check yeah like, oh so y'all this is 
y'all about this about this or you just hear yeah you know what i'm saying like i think like from a surface level pride is so important for especially like young queer kids who you know come to the city for this and they're like oh yeah. my god this is amazing like i know for me my first pride was like one of the best things ever and i was like oh my god like these are all people that are like me but then once i started like learning and noticing things i was like wait this is very white there's a lot of cops i feel like pride is is run like it got taken over by by white people yeah it did and straight people for sure it's like a party for them yeah so it's like a whole bunch of like there's not much people of color one and two yeah it's a lot of straight people there that like oh look we can you know like it's an instagram post i know many straight people on my timeline who have either had like homophobic past or really don't give a shit about queer people who have gone to pride stood on that little fucking um rainbow thing in midtown or whatever took a picture and like went home and like posted on Instagram like oh my god I love the gays so yeah, fun no, like no, no. and no, no. I mean I I think it like I said it is important especially for a lot of people to um, learn and it's fun really it is fun but I went for I went like three years in a row and now I don't really go anymore yeah you kind of just start to grow out of it especially since it, like I said taken over by like white gays it's just not that fun anymore. I feel like for for me, it's like I've only I only go with all my queer friends. I feel like it'd be mm-hmm. kind of weird for me to try to insert myself in a space that's like you know what I'm saying like yeah. them saying I only go because like y'all want me to be there with yeah. you guys, but I'm not gonna just like fucking attend and like try to push myself onto somebody yeah. else's like you know what I'm saying yeah no it's, it's like it's like the a Black Lives Matter thingy and then a, a whole bunch of white people just like kind of like try to overstep this like yeah. thing that is not for you guys yeah you know what i'm saying so it's like i feel like a lot of people sometimes have like trouble like thinking about like like sometimes it's easier to like relate it to like race or other things so yeah people that's can very see true it, like see yeah it, i do that like, a lot too yeah. yeah i'm like i have to relate things to race especially for like straight black people cis black people and we'll get into like what cis means and all that yeah um i have to relate it back to race because that's truly the only way that like they, they can, can understand it, it. And even then <laughs> even then it's like it's still it's a mess um but i think pride it caters to yeah the white gays like parties and um i mean if you liked i will i don't any gay person that goes to pride i'm not like mad at them I'm like That's why fine. are you there yeah. at all it's just for me now it's not really my scene i do want to go to black pride though i don't even think i knew that there was a black pride mm-hmm. now that i know that i definitely want to go to that i feel I like knew, that'll be amazing i knew it existed i just didn't know where i didn't know it when was yeah, I, I didn't just, know where it was popping like yeah i yeah. think i thought that black pride was the same weekend as pride but that's afropunk yeah, and Afro-punk. I I got them like mixed up, but yeah, apparently there's a Black Pride, um, you know, with Corona going on. I don't know, but if I can go, I would definitely love to. Um, yeah, sounds like that's like a good. That would be a, a very comfortable space for like, yeah. you guys and stuff. So. It's just crazy because like Black queer people still have to like shuffle out and create their own space in something that they created themselves like saw, pride isn't for like them a, anymore like a mini picture on twitter that was like that it was like it was like i know what you're talking yeah. all those like things yeah, 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 yeah and they were like hey um get out of our space so then they make their own space they're having yeah. fun in their own space they're like hey we want to be in there and it, then they shove people out of their own space and that's what it feels like yeah people did with pride because it was like it was black trans women or like um women of color like yeah like that started this stuff and yeah like, um, and Marsha and Sylvia have both said this and addressed this more. Sylvia, because she did end up living longer. Um, Marsha was murdered by who no one knows to this day. Yeah. Um, Sorry. but she, ha- they've both said that, um, they, 
have been pushed out of this thing that they created and it's like awful for them um there's actually a video of sylvia rivera on stage at pride i think in the 70s or 80s and she's like screaming at everyone pretty much like fuck y'all yeah well she got up there to give a speech and then all the fucking white gays that were in the um stands or whatever started booing her off the stage why because they don't because she's trans and they were like and she's um like hispanic and she's brown they were like um no that's so crazy it's like they're still white yeah (laughs) they're still white so it's like they still have all this like prejudice yeah against you and you're the one that gave them this space they're white and they're cis and they were booing her off the stage and she was like are you kidding me like i fucking created this space yeah like i did this and now there's no room for me and they weren't listening they were booing they were throwing stuff it is like one of the most heartbreaking videos guys you can find it on youtube probably i can't i don't even know if i can watch that it was it was sad for sure she's like screaming for her life um and so now you know with black pride i'm like wow okay so now we have to create a pride for black queer people even though black queer people invented the regular pride and it's just like oh my gosh it's exhausting people should just go back and reclaim their pride yeah, okay. which is what they've tried um, to do, but so co-opted by, like, straight white gays. Now, I mean, fucking Ellen. And, yeah. She's, like, the, she's, like, the gay. It's, yeah. like, Ellen is, like, the gay. And it's, like, Ellen who the is, fuck is Ellen? Yeah, Ellen, like, Ellen DeGeneres. I don't know. But, no, yeah. yeah. But, yeah. Um, but, yeah, having cops at Pride is, like, anti-Pride in itself because, um pride was riots and pride was against cops and pride was fighting for their lives because their spaces were being raided and then you have the way that the cops were treating them yeah you have these cops like drawing fucking rainbows on their cars and then driving through a parade it's like why the fuck are you here yeah like Like, this is what are you doing here yeah that makes no sense like cops don't belong at pride politicians going through and like trying to like fund their campaigns and get votes out of people and i will say like when we first went to pride we thought it was so cool seeing politicians but it's like once you start learning you're like oh they're yeah, not. I they don't care I about us. Stacey Dash. Not Stacey Dash. Why do I always want to call her Stacey? Stacey Dash. <laughs> What's her name? Stacey Abrams. Stacey Abrams. Yeah. Yeah. She was there. I was like, my bitch, Stacey. Yeah. It was her, funny. I wanted Stacey to win. Yeah. That's a different conversation. But still, you know, she definitely came because she was like, eh? yeah. Yeah. She's like, hey, gays. Hey, guys. She's like, how you doing? <laughs> Um, But yeah, so that's Pride. That's kind of where it came from. It's kind of what it is now. Yeah. Um, And now we're kind of going to go into queer and what is queer? What is being queer? How do you, like, you know, because I think that a lot of the people listening probably don't look into the stuff much because, I mean, they don't need to, especially if they're straight and they're cis. But um, it doesn't affect them. Yeah, it doesn't affect them. So there's no need to learn about it. But um. So, like, for me, I identify as, like, a queer black woman, obviously, because I could say that I'm, like, pansexual, which is, like, pretty much I like who I like. It doesn't matter, like, their gender expression. Yeah. But, honestly, I don't like explaining myself to people. It's just easier, so, it's just yeah. so much easier because I'm, like, I don't feel like explaining it to you when you ask me questions and all that. I hate it, honestly. Like, I know, like, oh, educate people, but honestly, it's not really my job at this point. Yeah, it's not. So I just say queer, and pretty much queer, it's like an umbrella term for people varying, like, gender and sexual identities. Pretty much anyone who is not straight and cisgender. And, Melissa, do you want to explain what cisgender is? Yeah. So cisgender literally means that you you identify as the sex that you were assigned at birth. Yes. So it's like, you were born, and they said you are 
a, a female and you identify with being a woman. So it's yeah. like, that's cisgender. So trans is just you don't identify with the gender that they assigned to you at birth. So yeah. I feel like Super a lot of people, simple. And a lot of people try to be like, why are you trying to call me cisgender? It's literally not offensive. It's literally science. It's just what you it's, are. It's a scientific term. Like, I don't yeah. like, know why it's offensive. It's literally a term. Like, yeah. They use it in science. We use it in orgo. We use it in chemistry. Like, yeah, it's, it's like real. Normal. Like literally, you're. It's and that's the thing that's so crazy to me. Like I've, in explaining my queerness to like my mom or like to other people, it's you kind of have to explain things. And what was so crazy to me is like you're born, you come out, they look at your genitals or like I mean that you know the sex before your baby comes out, but like you look at your genitals. Like if there's if it's just like a hole, if you have a vagina, it's like okay, you're a woman, you wear pink. And you're girly. And like, look at your genitals. If you have like a penis, it's like, okay, you wear blue and like, don't cry. It's like, what? That it's so crazy. It's so weird. It's weird when you think about it. Yeah. When like humans vary on so many different spectrums. Like how, it's weird to, how does that work? It's weird to push stuff on your kids. Like, yeah. Like, I'm like, if like when whoever, like, okay, my kids, like if I were to have a son and he's born, you know, a male, you know. And if we're he's growing up and he wants to wear a fucking dress, he could wear a fucking dress. Like, it's yeah. not, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. why are we pushing? Like, if he likes purple, pink, whatever the fuck is considered girly, like, yeah. I don't give a fuck because that's what you like. I'm not about to force you to like something that isn't you. You know, I'm not trying to put yeah. these aside. Like, you know, like, like I Like, we're gendering things that don't have a gender. That's why I like how, like, is it Megan Fox? Amber Rose, I know, is like very. Amber Rose. I don't yeah. think it's Megan Fox who lives here. Oh yeah, Megan Fox. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she she like yeah. lets them dress. However, she doesn't. Yeah. She doesn't care, and I'm like, I like that. Like, I'm not gonna push like anything on my kid because they're 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 figuring out like they're figuring out life just how they how, yeah. how they go. You because know it's saying? not about your kid; it's about you and the fact that you have some issue with this. Like, picture stifling your child, who's probably like literally just see something they yeah. like it they want to put it on that's it or, or if your child ends up being trans like i'm just so excited with me to have a kid whether i adopt or whatever and just literally let them be whoever they want yeah and if my kid ends up being trans or anything like i'm going to support them 100 percent because why not like people my vary is, so much my thing is you should not be having children if you're not ready to yes. love that kid unconditionally. yes yes one more time you should not time. be having children adopting children taking care of children if you're not ready to love them unconditionally the way you're really not yes the way you're willing to love your husband who'll be cheating on you 20 times unconditionally is, is, i'm sorry but that's true the way you're willing to love all these other people who hurt you all the time unconditionally you should be loving your child because they didn't ask to be brought into the world you forced them in the world period <sighs> Yes. Sorry. Because I will say, I've worked with people before, and they have been very, like, like, I don't come out to people, really. Like, if they asked me or something, which I never, people don't really do because I kind of pass it straight. Yeah. But, like, if it does come up, they're like, oh, that's cool. They're like, oh, like, you're, you like girls, it's cool. But, like, if I had a son and my son ended up gay, I'd beat the shit out of him. And you say that, and I'm like, what the fuck? Why are you saying this to me? That is so gross. It's so gross. And so... Yeah, pretty much. Like, who's that? Oh my God, what's that little boy's name? Gabriel, I think. Like the little boy that his his. Oh had, yeah. And his mom like murdered him because yeah. they said that he may be gay. Like, yeah, it was a boy on like a Netflix show, guys. It's like a documentary. It's a documentary, but I remember when the case came out. Like they. they yeah, that it's awful. Like, why are you having a kid? I just don't. I don't get that. Like, it's so selfish. I lived in a house with 
a man who I remember exactly when his son wanted to wear um, this crown that I had for some reason. Yeah. He, like, took it off of his head and, like, pushed him. Like, you can't wear it. Like, this little boy does not know what the hell this crown is. You know, it's shiny it and it's cute and he's, like, one and a half. Yeah. That's it. And let's say, you know what, let's say your kid does grow up and your kid does know that a dress is girly and it's pink. And, like, let's say they're fully aware of that. Yeah. Let them put it on. Like, life is way too short. People vary way too much for you to look at two sets of genitals and be like, you're this and you're that and that's it. It I makes also, no sense. I also feel like um, the a lot of parents or people like to use the excuse of, I just want to protect you from this world. Yeah. And I just don't want you to be hurt, which is... Okay, I get that. It's a fucked up world we live in. But at the same time, it's like, they're this is their home. They're looking for acceptance here. So if they have acceptance here, it just makes it easier for them yeah. to fight off anything else that goes on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, knowing that you have a strong-ass support system at home, well, it's going to make it 20 times easier, like 100 times yeah. easier to go out in the world and accept yourself and not yeah. give a fuck what everybody else... You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I remember telling my mom, I was like... Because you know how, like, older people, they'll be like, oh, it's just more gay people it's this gay agenda it's corruption what i remember is a gay agenda bro? <laughs> no, i remember mean? saying i was like it's not the fact that there's just all these new gay people because of whatever it's the fact that more people are being are comfortable in themselves and that this is being talked about more more people are open and they're out that's it yeah. there's always been gay people there's always been. there's always been trans people there's always been people of varying gender identities. Now they just have the space and they have the support system and the platforms it's a lot more like okay yeah yeah and so i i just prefer to say queer because it's just much easier Mm -hmm. um and yeah and i think that we also need to mention trump's recent decision on the four-year anniversary of the pulse nightclub shooting i don't know if you guys remember this four years ago nightclub i think it was in florida like somewhere in miami um and it was this prominent gay club called pulse and it, it was shot up it was awful. And By on the a man f- who used to attend it, which is crazy. Yes. It was a lot of self-hate. so many Sad. layers in that whole thing. And I remember like watching Drag Race and like there were drag queens who worked at that club oh, talking about it really and how their friends died and stuff like that. And so on the so y'all's president decided <laughs> on the four year anniversary of this nightclub shooting to um pass a legislative pass like a law or like overturn something that obama put in place and it pretty much erases trans civil rights protection and health health care wow i can't talk it erases trans civil rights protection health care which means that the federal government no longer recognizes gender identity as like an avenue for sex discrimination in health care so pretty much if you walk into a doctor's office and you need help if they can tell that you're trans somehow they can say no they can turn you away yeah Pretty much. And that's the most ridiculous motherfucking thing I've ever heard in my life. First of all, this is coming from okay. This is I work. <clears throat> I'm 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 a bio a biology major, so mm-hmm. I know a lot of people that want to be fucking doctors. If you want to be in healthcare, and if you you should not be a motherfucking doctor if you're willing to turn yes. anybody away. The whole point to be a doctor is to help people. There's doctors that literally help murders, and if yes. someone comes to you and is bleeding to death, your job is to help them, and you don't have. It doesn't matter what what's going on. So if you were to, if you 
as a doctor would say no to someone just because of how they um express themselves, their gender expression, then you should not be a motherfucking doctor and you yes. should be fired, you should quit. I don't know why like you obviously don't really want to help people, so why are you here? No, why yeah. are you here for the money? Like that shit don't sit right with me at all. I'm sorry. If you're like, you don't sign this whatever to be a doctor and say that you're only gonna help a specific kind of person that yeah, you approve what the of. Fuck? You're helping everyone. And I think it also goes for, like, insurance. You can be turned down for that. Um, I don't know if it turns over, like, the job discrimination stuff either. Um, But I think it's more of, like, a healthcare type of thing. And they say it's, like, a freedom thing and for doctors and people to choose, like, who they serve. But that's you shouldn't be a doctor if you have to choose. You should not be a doctor. You should not be in the healthcare because your job, your first job is to help. Yes. So if you're not willing to help everybody, then then go. Then you're not a real doctor. You have fucked up morals and why are you here? Yeah. And I wish somebody would turn away somebody in front of me because of their gender expression because I'll burn the motherfucking hospital down. I'm not fucking playing. I wish you fucking would. That shit had me so tight yesterday. Yesterday, I'm not yeah. even playing. Like, are you serious? Are you being for real? And that's the most insensitive thing for him to even drop that four years after that shooting happened. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, that's why you are not my president. You were the most disgusting piece of shit. And anybody who supports him, you guys are also disgusting piece of shit. Pieces of shit. I don't Rant's care. Done. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't care about your reasoning. If you say, "Oh, well, I'm just like fiscally conservative," anything like that, I don't give a shit. Um. Yeah, you support him, you're trash, and that's it. So, I think we're gonna go into. <laughs> Sorry, that was like I kind of kind of hot. I'm not even gonna. Lie. No, you're fine. Um, so let's go into my personal history. Ooh, we're getting personal with Gabby's history because mm-hmm. my bitch is identifies as mm-hmm. queer. So what's going on with mm-hmm. her? What's going on with Gabrielle? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, if I sound awkward, I'm so sorry. I get like this when I talk about myself. Like, I get hot and flustered and I, like, hate talking about myself, but I have a podcast, so that's stupid. Um, but my sexual journey, it's very hard because I don't really remember where it started. Like, I'm like I always try to think about like the first moment I knew I was gay but I really don't know I think um I don't know I remember I grew up I watched a lot of Degrassi if you guys know that show it was like one of those shows that comes like after school type show but it was like crazy and deep and wild and um it showed me a lot of stuff when I was very young I was like oh it's like it's like some people on the show are gay that's cool like it was kind of before people before you get into that, like, stage of life where, like, people are calling people fags and, like, oh, like, you yeah. know, all that stuff. I was very young when I watched that show, so that was kind of my first taste of seeing gay people. And I was yeah. like, oh, so, like, that's cool. Like, he's gay, but, like, he goes through some stuff. People don't really like him, but, like, doesn't matter. You're like, but, I mean, whatever. Yeah. yeah, and so that's literally how, like, kids will take it anyway. And so um, I just remember going up and seeing that, and then I had, like, a long-term serious boyfriend in high school like senior year kind of um when i was like seven 17 or 16 Mm -hmm. for like three years and i think he was the it was so funny because he was the first person i came out to that's funny the first person i told like i was just so comfortable with him and if anything he was like my best friend and i was like yeah i think i like girls it's kind of weird i guess like Mm -hmm. i was like they're kind of (laughs) hot so when like when was it where you like was it like some? Was it like in middle school? Like I don't. High school, I think I would say high school. Yeah. Probably high school is when I was like, oh, like I don't just think they're attractive. I would actually like date them, and so it was like a whole thing I kind of went through in my head. But I also knew like 
I guess our generation is pretty open about that stuff. So, like, I knew a lot. Like we said, like, I grew up on, like, Tumblr and shit. So, like, you can kind of learn some stuff for yourself. And I remember my senior year of high school taking this, like, test I found on Tumblr. Like, Mm -hmm. what is your sexuality? Because I didn't really get it. I didn't know. I'm just going to do this. (laughs) I took, like, a little test, and then it said, like, pansexual. And then I read about it. And I was like, oh, yeah, okay, cool. Like, this is me. Um, And it's pretty much just, like, you don't really care if someone is like a man or a woman or like cis or trans or anything you just like who you like yeah and i was like oh okay yeah Mm -hmm. that's me i told my boyfriend um he was like oh that's cool and like it wasn't really a big deal (laughs) i told a couple friends i think they're like oh okay and like that and it wasn't really that big of a thing and then i got to college and i went to my first pride my freshman year of college and that was cool um it was really fun experience i went with some like really great people and i was like oh my god like this is this is a whole like world and it's so fun and crazy and i was like this is so cool glad to be part of yeah i was very happy to be a part of it um and um i'm trying to think i didn't really start actually opening myself up to talking to women until when was it i want to say maybe my freshman or sophomore year of college i think is when i was like you know you get on tinder and you put men and women well, and you kind of see I, what happens may i ask you like why like if you knew if you knew when you were like 18 like 17 like i like like i like this why do you think it took you like a while before you even um you know like well i think because i was in a relationship up. like oh, my freshman yeah, year of college <laughs> yeah i was that in a relationship my freshman year of college i would have been cheating um and also like i wasn't really and like i didn't really know much about tinder and all that yeah. so it's kind of something that you get into like on your own time but i was like oh okay like girls are hot and then i met um and freshman year, that was when I met my friend Susan, and I was figuring myself out, and they were figuring themselves out. So it kind of just, like, worked, and um, I learned a lot about myself, and we kind of learned about ourselves together. Yeah. Um, and so having someone there also really helped, and um, yeah, so I didn't really start talking to girls until, like, maybe sophomore year of college. Um, came out to my mom. What year was that? junior i don't remember yes was it junior year it was junior year oh wow i came out to, you know what's funny i came out to my mom the night like we so i don't we don't argue but like before we kind of did and i came out to my mom the night that like you were you she had more problems with like one of our other friends and i was just there ronnie yeah ronnie <laughs> she had and so it was a night where it was really tense and i was like well guys i'm about to go meet my mom and i think i'm gonna come out to her but i couldn't really say it because everyone was tense it was really tense yeah. yeah and so i just ended up meeting up with her and i was like damn my friends aren't really talking i don't even know if i want to get into yeah. this tonight <laughs> um i went to dinner with my mom shout out to my mom and um I remember sitting there and i was like shaking and i was hot yeah and for a while i was kind of like trying to um talk around it school yeah kind of yeah. like school her on like yeah. queer shit and like history and trying to like open her mind a little bit because yeah. she was she was pretty homophobic she yeah. just knows that and um so and then i was saying like you know the reason i've been trying to help you learn all this stuff is because i like girls too and she was like okay and that and she was like okay like i love you and i literally like it was the best feeling in I the feel world. Like that feels amazing because it's like 
you don't know what they're about to say. So it's yeah. like to hear I love you, I think that's all anybody wants to hear. Yeah, she was like, I'm, I remember, I literally, I'm getting goosebumps because I remember looking at her and hearing her say that and how like everything just washed away because my mom and I are yeah. very close. But once I could tell her that, it opened up this whole door of myself that I could show her. It's like a whole part of yourself that you weren't telling her. Yeah. So that's, that's beautiful. It is beautiful. And yeah. now I literally tell her about girls I talk to, guys I talk to, like anyone. Like she thinks it's amazing. She learns so much. She like loves learning. I, she She's proud to tell people now yeah. that she has a queer daughter. Like she yeah. I So I sit in our group chat that now she's like trying to get these shirts printed. Like yeah, that Pride was so Mom. cute. I was like, that's so cute. It makes me so happy. And yeah. I know a lot of people don't have that experience. And I'm so sorry. I am. I'm so sorry. Um, I know it's so hard, especially the person that raised you. I mean, it's literally your mom or your dad or whoever um and having them not accept you or maybe not having the most comfortable coming out situation just because um, it's like these are your parents and yeah these are the people that you look to for comfort and love yeah you know what i'm saying so it's really sad that some people are not receiving that comfort and love but that's why i go back to the you should not be having kids if you are not ready to yes. love them unconditionally like, yes you just shouldn't because yeah like and i hate like you shouldn't like why do you th- I don't know parents like feel like they have a lot of say of what their kids do but it's like no your your kid has their own life you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying and I just feel like I feel sad for people that can't you know just can't have like that nice yeah. open relationship with their parents it makes me really sad too because um my mom and I like have our relationship has been you know a work in progress and now we're very close but yeah. um I she I just I didn't think she would react like that and she did and I was so happy and I'm like wow people don't have that and my mom is the only parent I have. I don't know if I mentioned this, but my father passed when I was five. So yeah. my mom is, like, single mom my whole life, only parent I have. So having her tell me that was, like, fucking incredible. It felt good. Yeah. Um, and I guess I kind of had to learn how to define myself as, like, a queer woman. Um, because, like, when you start to label yourself, people, everyone has opinions on your labels. And yeah, so, like, people ask questions and they're like you know how did how do you know you're gay and like but what is like you know and you become like the spokesperson for gay people and you're still trying to figure yourself out and and it's like i like i don't know like i don't really i can't talk for everyone um i'm just attracted to you yeah i don't it's like i don't know and um dating history wise i've talked to girls i like girls if girls are listening i like you you're a white woman get out her dms oh absolutely not i'm just gonna put that out there i don't like i'm not attracted (laughs) to white women it's never been a thing um it never will be a thing. It's I support this. not my. <laughs> I just don't vibe with it. I Thank don't. You. I can't do it. I really can't yeah, this do is it. Like Abby's my beach. No, yeah, bitch. Um, but like black woman, I love <sighs> my Nubian goddess. <laughs> My black queen. <laughs> I love black women. If you're listening, like you know, just yeah but um yeah i've talked to girls i've like Giddy. you know i've da- i've dated girls but nothing like too serious yeah um but i've always been open to anything it's just it's it's a it's a different world i don't think people know how hard dating gay is especially when you're black and when like people have a specific type of person that they want to date and then you also don't want to get fetishized and then they also could be racist it's a lot Which of layers it goes into our like literally our next like yeah literally it goes into our next point yeah. um before we get into that i'm single so just put it out there and then <laughs> single and ready to mingle yes for everybody ma'am. listening yes and not ma'am. white woman yeah I just want to that. <laughs> everyone listening that's not a white woman 
specifically. Thank you. The <laughs> <laughs> next, next, we're talking about black queer culture. Yes, black queer culture. I love that intro. I just that was singing all of our things. All of it. Honestly, we don't even need to make a jingle. No. This is it. This is our jingle, bitch. No. All right, black queer culture. They exist. <laughs> black queer people exist. Let's get that out there. We exist. It's not a myth. It's not a monolith. They're out there. It's a thing. You can be black and you can be queer. You can be black and you can be trans. There's such thing as intersectionality. Let's get into it. No, yeah. Um, <laughs> black queer people exist. And if you are posting Black Lives Matter and you know you're like all about black rights and shit like that, well, guess what? It is all Black Lives Matter, which means that queer Black Lives Matter. Um, and so if you are. Um, if you think that only one type of black life matters, then you really need to figure that out and do some like soul searching because there's no reason why like black lives matter shouldn't be intersectional. Um, and when we say intersectional, it's pretty much a term that was created by Kimberly Crenshaw. Um, it is, she's written so much about it. You guys can look her up and learn more about it on your own, but it's like saying that we all have various, social identities that interconnect at all times and one person is not defined by just one part of themselves so a man is not just a man a man could be a black man or a trans man or a cis man and and or a black trans man like you know these things all um are they shape how you are perceived and how you are treated in the world which is why like i feel like people don't like to hear it but obviously black trans women are always the like they're treated as like bottom barrel honestly in this country and i feel like people don't want to like see that yeah like they just want to pretend like oh wait what (laughs) and that's all like people act like well you're black like you're black first people love yeah to say you're black black first which i'm not because when you see me you don't just see black you see that i'm a woman or you like it's you don't know what part of them is affects them more do you know what i'm saying yeah like, they could be black obviously being black in america is not it's not the you know they yeah. don't treat us well but being a trans black woman in america i have ne- i'm not one but i can only speak on like obviously they're they, they they people see them and even their own community even their own black community treats them like shit so can you yeah. just imagine that like and people are saying black lives matter but it's like you're a black person and you're treating your other black counterparts as shit just because they identify as trans and a woman like that's crazy it's crazy and i think that the fact that the life expectancy of black trans women is 35 should be something that everyone what is, i didn't even know that you didn't know that did the know life that. expectancy of a black trans or i think of all trans women i'm not so sure but it is 35 that's literally the most fucked and if up you make it past that you are you are, are like a monolith like it's it's insane. I think that should be, that's that should be like a fucking national like epidemic I mean, type thing that we need to, to say focus more on. After that, like no, what? The, 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 yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. And I just feel like people being like, well, we don't have to talk about that because remember we're black. No, this is a black issue, guys. This is people not treating your black counterparts how they should be treated, and it should be and those all people, part of the movement. You don't like. I've seen things that are like that. If you are saying like, oh, you know, like we're black first, or um, we need to focus on this, then you just, you don't want equality. You want to be like white people. You don't want, you want like full equality. Yeah. yeah. You want the privileges and everything that comes with being white. You don't want actual, like I've, 
oh my gosh, I've talked about this before, not on here, but I have taken like African American studies classes yeah. where I am like one of the only queer black people in there and honestly one of the only women. And it is like this idea that you know, it's like, okay, well, black men, let's let let's let black men get their freedom first, and then we'll come back for you guys. Like, Which is, let's figure us out first. It's almost like that comes into the 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 problem with like like black men, right? Black cisgendered men. It's like, yes, you are black. You're black. So mm-hmm. in this country, yes, you deal with so much, but you're still cisgendered, and you're still a man. Yeah. So you have all these privileges that a lot of other groups still don't have, and I feel like they hate to like. They don't want to see that, but they obviously still take they still take advantage of that, obviously, because that's why they don't even want to listen to, like, the queer black community because they're like, well, I'm still privileged over y'all. But they don't even see that. They don't even want to see that. You know what I'm saying? And it's mm-hmm. like you're you're just because you're not like the white man, you're still part of the problem. You're still part of the problem. And the people that are always on the front lines, the people that are always fighting for black lives are black women, cis, and any other type of gender identity. Yeah, and it's most just... most forgotten about. Most forgotten about ones on the front lines, one fighting for everyone, yet it's like, let us, you know, let us get free first, and we'll come back for y'all. You know, it's, a, you know, we're the black men, and we're the kings, and we need to, you know, save our community, which, yeah, you guys should definitely also be on the front lines, but, but you're. Yeah. it's not just saving yourself there. Like, if part of our community has a 35-year life expectancy, that should be something that we are all focused on. And look that. Look you at have that. to... We're not all free until the most marginalized are free. And that's that's tea. And... That's literally it. Like, and there's so much, like, queer erasure in black culture. Um, James Baldwin is gay. Audre Lorde was lesbian. Malcolm X was bisexual. Yeah. People hate to hear him. People Malcolm never X was bisexual. You know, people don't know that. Yeah, people don't know that. People don't know that Malcolm X was bisexual. I told, I, I told my dad that yesterday. Actually, he was like, oh, he's like, really? I was like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Queer people are everywhere, and they are black as well. And I just really like. I, there are black people that I could name on the top of my head that have posted shit about Black Lives Matter and have posted nothing or said anything yeah. about these trans women that are dying and they can't say they don't know because I've posted a shit ton about yeah. it and they watch it and they know so it just infuriates they me. They and don't that, care. And that's like literally it's like how you don't care about them that's exactly how like the white people view us. They don't give a fuck so it's like you're literally like you're literally part of the yeah. system. You're literally part of this problem and you don't like y'all don't see a problem in that like i have had to show people like my humanity for them to get it like i have had people which you should start, never yeah i have people never. start being like oh that shit is so gay or like he's <laughs> such a fag and i'm like well i'm a fag too <laughs> so i like what does that mean then and they're like oh okay never mind like not let not that word and i'm like what? yeah like do you see how like it's like this shit is not okay and i feel like okay. a lot of the time it's the blame obviously white people are awful white people are awful they've done awful shit but black people can also um marginalize people as black well black cisgendered men are so fucking problematic yes oh my god very true and i know it's hard to hear but it's very true if you're Look, not fighting i love me black men so don't get me wrong absolutely absolutely but a lot of y'all problematic and my husband not gonna be one of y'all that problematic Fact. putting that out there but like still like y'all be real problematic for real yeah and i think in in black culture and in just in black society it's very easy to look past people who 
have a past or who are homophobic and transphobic and be like, oh, well, you know, I just like him and stuff like that. But then if they were, but then if a white person was racist, then you're like, oh, fuck that. We can't. So like, why, why can we like ignore people's obvious homophobic and transphobic past or not even past how they are now, but it's because they're black. It's like, oh, well, you know, I, I love his music or I love, you know what? I'm like, no, these, like, Words are violence. The shit that they say and perpetuate is violence. If you are transphobic, that is violent. Like, that's it. And so that's why when queer who people it, can't... Um, who was it that beat um, beat a, a queer person up in jail and then everybody was like, eh, whatever. Was oh, it Kodak Black? I don't know. It was somebody. I don't know. And everybody was like, eh, I mean, whatever. Yeah, because, <laughs> you know, they're like, they're gay, so it's like, whatever. Like, if someone... Like, there's people that I don't support that a lot of people do support or I don't want to give my view to or my stream or whatever because i'm like they're homophobic or transphobic or they've made homophobic or transphobic jokes or or whatever and i'm like i just personally i can't i can't do it because that shit is violent and i'm not gonna support that I, I can't do it the fact that there was a video i didn't i couldn't even watch it but like of a group of black men beating on a black trans woman yes and no one said anything about that like yeah that's so disgusting like it was it's really bad disgusting and i just feel like you know you can support whoever you want obviously but i personally just choose not to stream or watch people's like jokes or songs or whatever if they are homophobic or transphobic i can't do it and i feel like if you do you really have to think about why you are supporting these people like even if it was one comment one joke one something like i can't do it and i feel like black cis straight people need to think about why it's so easy for them to ignore it i have a um i feel like when people say black lives matter but they don't support like um black queer lives and stuff then i'm like then what do you mean by black lives matter what yeah do you, what do you mean by that i've always wanted to know that like so what does black lives matter to mean you mean to you. black straight cis lives matter because put that on the t-shirt then because yeah. you obviously don't mean black lives matter because yeah, i want to know what does that mean to you then because yeah. black lives matter isn't that all black lives matter should be that's what it means to and me. black queer culture has shaped everything i don't know if y'all been on like black gay twitter shit is fucking hilarious Hilarious. we have the best jokes Mm -hmm. the best memes the best everything like (laughs) black queer culture shapes everything and it's just very hard for people to accept and i just think that black people are not without fault um i think we all need to like look in the mirror and see why we do not advocate enough for our um trans and gender non-conforming like sisters and brothers like yeah people need to look and realize that just because you we all have our own form of privilege um not all of us obviously but i'm saying like a lot of us yeah like you have your own form of privilege you need to check it you need to check your own form of privilege like yeah for sure if you are a cis me i'm i'm a i'm a cisgendered straight woman like yeah you know what i'm saying like yeah i'm black yeah whatever but it's like i'm very privileged you know what i'm saying like I'm, yeah for me to say that i'm not is bullshit yeah like, just because i'm not white obviously i'm not that level of privilege but yeah. I'm, I'm i still have my own privilege over people that don't have the same rights that i do yeah and I same can, i can no one can deny me of health care like yeah. that's crazy no one no one i was a lot i've always been allowed to get married like shit yeah. like that like your sexuality has never been questioned it's never been questioned. it's never been like well, I can ask questions like, aren't I supposed to learn? Like, no, bitch, Google exists. Like, yeah. and I have my own privileges. I'm a cis woman. Like, I don't have to go through things that trans trans men and women have to go through. Yeah. And that's something I've never had to struggle with. 
And I think that people just need to, like, check their privilege sometimes. Yeah. And um, also, like, in a capitalist system, money is also a privilege there. Our poor, queer, and trans black people um, everywhere. Yeah. Most people that are homeless are homeless because they're gay or because they're trans. And I just think that's another thing we have to check. Um, You need to be donating your money to these organizations that are helping these people um, because I feel like that's another thing. Like, I'm privileged enough to have a roof over my head, and a lot of people don't. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I agree. Yeah. But now we're going to get into... Ali Aship. <laughs> Ali Aship. <laughs> we're going to go into allyship, everyone. Which, lately, this word ally hasn't been saying well with me. I don't know why. I just Is that just me? No, me? it's always been weird. Okay, like, the word ally to me, I don't even like being called an ally because that just sounds <clears throat> weird. I feel like I'm just being a human and a, and a human that cares. So yeah. why, why am I being called that? You know what I'm saying? That just, you know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. Yeah. People are using this weird term as ally and being like, well, look at me. Like, I support y'all, huh? Eh? Yeah. Like, no, no. To me, I think it's good to put out there that you support, um, you know, whoever you're being an ally to. Yeah. But I don't think that's what you just need to keep out. Like, I'm an ally. Like, just support them and just, like, actively say shit i just feel like yeah like me like what well, i guess i i am an ally i'm an mm-hmm. ally to all people i i believe um and i feel like i don't i don't talk about being an ally all the time i just do you know what i'm saying yeah. like i just like i feel like as an what i think to be a good ally is one listening listen yes. take in check your own ignorance check your own privilege because obviously i've learned so much but just listening to all my friends um almost 90% of my friends yeah. are queer. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, is like the only, she's one of the only like straight people in our, in my friend group, like me yeah. and like two other people. So it's yeah. like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like you just have to listen and listen. I don't know. Listen. And if yeah. you hear, if you're in a space where there's nobody around you that is queer and you hear people saying some shit that is obviously homophobic, transphobic, whatever, check them. Like I, yeah. I have no issue checking whoever. Like, so true. I have no issue checking you if I think what you're saying is ignorant. Like, you know what I'm saying? And like I said earlier, if I, as an ally, if I were to be in a hospital and I saw a doctor tell a trans man or woman no to their face, that's not that's not going that's not happening in front of yeah. me. I don't give a fuck. That's not happening in front of me. And yes, I probably get the narrative. Oh, you're an angry black woman. I don't give a fuck because you're about you're to help. Man. You're about to help them. And if not, oh oh, you're gonna help. Them. It's not an option. <laughs> and I'm not I'm not someone who like sits on my knees and like praises allies all fucking day. Yeah. But I will say Melissa is like a really great ally like she will speak up and like fight her fam her literal like family members members. yeah you know to fight for what's right and i think that's very important i just wanted to put that out there and i don't want to be praised like thank you yeah like i feel like it's also weird when people expect praise praising for being a good fucking person yeah like what like for doing what you're supposed to do like that's how i feel about everything like why people that are like but look at me no i don't give a fuck you should be doing fact y'all should be fighting you should be on the front lines you should be out there i'm not gonna I don't give yeah, a fuck. No. Like, good, good job. <laughs> Go stand in front of me. You want cause... a cookie? You want a cookie? Yeah. Like, I'm, like, I'm just, I don't know. It's life or death shit, and we don't have time to praise people, but, um, you know, I'll give credit to my bitch because she does Thank what she you. needs to do. Thank you. But I just feel like I'm going to close it off because we don't have to go too into it. But as an ally, you should not expect praise. You should just do. You should just be a good person, have a good heart. And honestly, it's not that hard when you have a good heart and are willing to fight for people. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. willing to fight for the right that you have. That's yeah. what I feel like. I know I have a special right that people around me don't. 
and that doesn't sit right with me. So yeah. I'm a fight. And I'll- I don't and by ally I don't mean liking a couple tweets about um trans people or like, you know, oh I, you know, I like like no, I mean actively on your Twitter typing shit out about queer people, actively going and arguing or, you know, going at people who are fighting for queer people. I don't mean, you know, liking a tweet or retweeting something. I mean actively fighting and donating and you know, saying what you need to say instead of, oh, well, you know, I you saw, like, I retweeted that. Like, no, you need to be saying something because I think straight people have, you know, this privilege and a lot of straight people are also, usually have, like, a lot of straight followers. So, like, yeah. you have these, like, me, I follow a lot of gays, not many straight people on my yeah. timeline. So, like, um, you know, we all kind of feel the same way. But, like, yeah. I know for you, you have, like, a different kind of, like, Twitter. Yeah. audience yeah and so you know your voice is much different than what my voice could do yeah and like i don't care to shake the table i feel like a lot of people be scared to shake the table mm-hmm. are you scared to lose you want like bigot ass friends you want people that are hateful have a lot of hate in their heart that's what you want as your friends that's what you want as your supporters no fuck that you know what i'm saying like yeah why would you want those people around you that have all this hate in their heart it's awful so shake the fucking table and i don't like i know this is more of a serious video but it's because this is a serious video? topic but like video i said video didn't yeah. i um That's i know this is <laughs> please don't because i mean i have to actually like look nice yeah, no, i don't want to i don't want and i'll be focused like i was thinking i was like I have to, i'll be focusing on the camera more than what i'm saying so i'll be like hey I'll be like, yeah, allyship. <laughs> allyship? Yeah, like, look how flexible it. <laughs> no, but, like, it, it's more serious, but, like, we're always, it's, we're always fun. Like, you know, always but fun. I think these are things we need to say to the audience that we have. Yeah, because I don't know how much of y'all are queer, or, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I don't really know. So, doesn't really tell us that. Don't, doesn't tell us that. Actually, mm-hmm. it does tell us who doesn't identify. Um, I did see that, like, yeah. non-binary people who listen yeah. to us. That's very hot. So it's kind of cool. That's cool. But, like, yeah, no. So I feel like this episode was very serious. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna front. But y'all needed to hear it. It's Pride Month, and we gotta get real with y'all. Not really. And it's a serious time, honestly. Let's wrap it up, dude. Oh, wait. The questions are Yeah, still- no. Oh, okay. So we got, like, a couple, like, questions or stories from, like, listeners. We pretty much just put out, guys, make sure you guys follow us because like before we post episodes we ask you guys to tell us questions or um you know like funny personal stories that you have about being queer about anything we just said you know what do you have to say about pride and so i have a couple um i think melissa has i have one yeah um, and this person told me that they don't they don't want to be anonymous, so I'm just gonna tell them. Okay. Um, I have a cousin. His name is Ivory. He is a trans man. So. Oh, you got it. Yeah. Oh, so, fuck um, yeah. Yeah, my cousin Ivory, which you know, I'm I live in we're an immigrant Dominican household, so I was yeah. But yeah. Anyways, um, so this is what he sent to me. He said, um, "Best response I ever got from someone who saw me after I transitioned was, you look more like you now.' If that makes sense." I feel like as a trans man, black man, the only thing that really changes my heart. It's gotten way bigger and way more open. There's way more room for compassion and love. And I am the man I am today because of all the BS I went through before and after transitioning and even still now. I wouldn't wish being trans upon anyone, but it did force me to grow in a way I didn't 
I don't think cis people will ever really understand. As a trans person, depending on when you transition, of course, you live life in two, sometimes more different genders with all the trials and tribulations of what it meant to exist as that gender in this world. The kind of understanding trans people have for others is beyond normalcy, and I wouldn't give that up for the world. That's fucking beautiful. That I like really teared beautiful. up. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Thank I'm you, so Ivory. glad that we have um, a trans perspective. Yeah. He's amazing. Yeah. That was actually really beautiful. That <laughs> was really beautiful. <laughs> Love you, I'm And I'm so glad that he, like, you know, wanted to, like, not Sarah. be anonymous. Like, that was. He was like, I don't care to be anonymous. That was amazing. Yeah. Thank you, Ivory. Thank you, Ivory, if you're listening. Tea. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I have one from a friend, and this one is more um, directed at you, uh, you white gays out there. Fuck y'all white gays. Let me stop. So um, Pride Month. This is Ooh. this is by. Uh, I'm excited by this one. Yeah. I didn't really read much of it, but like what I read was good. It's very informative. So this says. There's a lot going on this Pride Month. Trump attempting to repeal gay and trans rights on the anniversary of the Pulse Massacre. Continual protests that asked for the abolition of police and recently the killing of an unarmed black man at Wendy's in Atlanta. While everything is exposed to people right now, I really want to expose the very different realities of black and brown gay and trans people in ATL compared to white cis hetero gays. Midtown is considered gay haven, but it's incredibly it's an incredibly white-ass city. This is very true. Mm-hmm. It's a white gay haven, and it's difficult to unsee that once you see it. The yeah. property values of Midtown is so ridiculously high. It's so expensive to live there, and it's obvious that these places are not here for black and brown gays and trans folks. At the start of this rebellion against state-sanctioned violence, many white gays screamed about how violence is the right responsibility, you shouldn't riot, blah, blah, blah. Like, bitch, are you dumb? The only reason you got your rights is because of riots that black and brown trans women started. White gays are so grossly racist, transphobic, classist, and just gross. White cis-hetero gays have one one oppressed identity and think they're speakers of all people who are oppressed lol like the fight for gay rights historical was never about gay marriage it was about removing harmful transphobic and homophobic laws stonewall riots was full of radicals and abolitionists and it was watered down but integrationists that wanted gay marriage instead and the same time erasing trans people and their demands these efforts for integration were led by white cis hetero gays and we gotta be honest what can a white cis hetero gay do for the black and brown trans and gay folks that they aren't doing already recreate the culture we create the community and it's appropriated by white cis het gays that just want to be able to live up to the greedy capitalistic standards of life it's pride month and we are lucky to have had this fought for us through riots through black and brown trans and gay people rioting period Send a black, send a black and brown trans, and or gay person some money today. Hashtag reparations. I loved that. I loved it too. Thank you, you so much for sending listeners. that. No, really, send a black or brown trans or gay person some money today. Or do, well, we'll get there. Or oh, donate. Yeah. Yes, we'll we'll leave that in our description. Yeah. Wow. Yes. I feel like. Yes. Yes. I just have to say yes. Wait, yeah. I have a comment about that. I feel like that's that's funny. That's like yeah. It's like white cisgendered gay people they have that one thing that oppresses them right which mm-hmm. is the same thing as white cis woman right yeah it's the same thing as black cisgendered man yeah you have this one thing that oppresses you and you feel like you could be the spokesperson of like all this stuff and it's like relax buddy no like, really because once once they get that one little thing they want then like they ride. Goodbye. like they the white ride the white cis gays they just wanted a little marriage you know i just want to get married and that's it and now they're done 
And they're like, fuck everybody else. White they cis- want their marriage and they want their pride and they want their brunch. White cis women with the whole like feminist movement. Look, yeah. I don't even want to get They're wearing touch. like pussy hats, which I don't even want to get into because you don't have to have a pussy to be a woman. Or free bleeding. I, like, yeah. I think that's the most, you know, that's a different episode, but I think that's the most <laughs> stupidest shit I've ever heard in my fucking life. Like, why don't you fucking crazy. donate to fucking homeless women that don't have fucking period products? No, really. Bitch. But anyways, let's. Or like the, the fucking like female symbol being like the woman symbol because not all women are females. Like, like, like let's grow up, let's <laughs> elevate, like, come on now. Get get your fucking minds right, please. Yeah. Okay, so we got this other story in from another one of our listeners, and let's let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get it. Okay. So my coming out story is very long. Basically, I realized I may be interested in girls at like eighteen when I started college. There was a lot of this is in parentheses. There was a lot of fine girls. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't really fully realize for a while until I went on Tinder one day and switched my preferences to girls, which was terrifying. I was immediately attracted to the first girl that popped up on my feed, and that's when I realized the song in her bio was "Breeze Blocks" by Alt J. So that song holds a special place in my heart because it was the only thing present when I realized my sexuality. Not really important, but anyways, I think it's important. Like it that. is, yeah. Um, I hated myself for a long time after and tried to pray the gay away and was severely depressed i was raised in a hispanic catholic house so being gay is not okay i was very scared of what my new future would look like and the new form of oppression and societal problems that would enter my life it just would have been easier to be straight after a while i learned to say it out loud and started accepting myself more and even started talk to talk to girls on dating apps which was very out of my comfort zone i eventually met the first girl i liked and had my first gay kiss <laughs> I didn't come out until I was 20 and when I did my mom didn't really interact with me for like half a year it was really rough living in a homophobic house but at least I didn't get kicked out things aren't much better now it's just an avoid avoided topic but yeah that's my coming out story I love myself and I accept myself I wouldn't want it any other way and I've met so many others that, that share my story that sense of community really saved me so feel free to share my story I don't want others to feel alone how I did when I first was struggling with my sexual identity that's so beautiful. It is. And I'm really sorry to hear that you have a household that um, isn't ex- extremely yeah. accepting. Because that will, like, break your heart. But I, I always accept you. Yeah, always. And over here. Like, that's the thing, guys. Like, being gay is a whole different field of issues in itself. Like, not only do we have to go through shit being black, but then we have to go through shit being gay, which becomes way more personal because that's in the home. Yeah. And that's shit that you have to deal with around black people. Yeah. And it's just... I don't know. It's, like it's a whole different. Yeah, safe. it's a whole different world of issues, and I feel like people don't really get that. They like to separate it, but they all do connect with each other for sure. Yeah. And thank you so much for sharing thank that. Thank you so much for sharing. So I have one more. It's like it's our last one. Um, it's about a first gay crush, which I think is really cute. Ooh. So, I'm sorry, y'all. Reading a lot, it's a lot in the throat. Yeah, I need some water. <laughs> um, I had my first crush on a girl in my high school sophomore orchestra class. She was a year older, and I don't know. I was just drawn to her. I saw her everywhere. I tried talking to her frequently, but I really couldn't admit to myself that I was lesbian. I would at first be like, hmm, I don't know. I really just like to be around her. Then the feelings started turning romantic, and I was like, oh, shit. It wasn't until a second crush on a woman and going to college that I came to terms with my attraction to women. I was like, wait, maybe I'm bi. So I was bi for a while, but even then I would question my attraction to men. Like, I truly did not like men like that. And eventually I came out as lesbian and it felt freeing. I'm now a whole stud slash stem dating a beautiful woman and going on my radical lesbian life. I love it and it feels right. Coming out to my family really put a strain on the relationship with them. It caused a huge rift because I wasn't developing into a cishet woman with 
with relaxed straight hair that they always envisioned, but I was experimenting with finding a gender expression that felt right. I cut off all my natural hair, even dyed it orange at one point, shopped in the men's section often, shopped in the women's section. And I would often combine gendered looks, like men's jeans with a woman's shirt, for example, and my parents hated it. Being in a home where your gender wasn't recognized was hurtful and definitely even put a strain on my self-esteem. It made me question a lot of things I was doing, like why am I meant to be doing this? Am I meant to be a lesbian? Am I meant to be gender non-conforming? It was tough, but at the end of the day, I center my, my well-being and health. Me expressing my gender and sexuality as I please is very much part of the well-being and health. And that was beautiful. That was beautiful. I'm really happy that all you guys shared your stories. I'm so proud of you all. And yeah. I love you unconditionally on this end. No, so, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Sharing your story is not easy. And these things, you know, it's a 30-second story, but it's a lifetime of pain and yeah. hurt. And, you know, just the fact that people have to go through this is so awful. But I think our generation is changing so rapidly. Yeah. And I'm so excited from We All Have Kids yeah. because it is going to be the most, like, loving thing ever i know like my kids are in a safe space oh for sure yeah and i think i'm surrounded by people who i'm very happy will be around my kid and show them a safe space and just thank you guys so much and if you guys do want to send in questions or comments we always um post about them before episodes usually like a day or two before or Um, honestly if y'all have any random thing that don't go with that episode you can still ask us no yeah, yeah please do um so we're wrapping up and i just want to say what pride means for me which i didn't think about this yet but i think pride just means (laughs) i think it just means being able to be free and fully express myself and fully express who i want to be with i think i still to this day get uncomfortable a little bit talking on my sexuality i mean the only person in my family i'm out to is my mom yeah oh and my sister um Oh, and one of my cousins, but like no one else knows. Um, and I just, but the people around me, I think, you know, a lot of queer people, we all know this, you create your family. It's, you always have a chosen family and, um, most queer people, yeah, they do have to create the safe spaces around them. But once you create it, it's amazing. And I think these people make me proud. These people give me pride and I will always, always, always fight for trans black women fight for trans black men till the day i die till the day i die and i think that you know times are changing for the better Mm -hmm. and you know educate yourself you know it's really hard i know melissa she's educated herself a lot as an ally still have room to learn yeah honest yeah yeah i think everyone always has room to learn um but you know, pride is fun. Being gay is fun. It really is. We're funny. We're hot. Being attracted to men is the toxic trait, guys. And yeah. I'm sad. But it's okay. It's, that's it's the like, life I was given. It's awful. <laughs> like, at least I, I have some variation. Like, that's all you got. Oh, fuck, man. Oh, sorry, sorry straight people. That's one thing I'm like, or straight women. I'm like, sorry. <laughs> all y'all got is men. They're oh, trash. my God. Um, but, like, this whole pride journey is such a personal one. Yeah. And I think that. You know, you go about it the way you need to, but as long as you have an incredible support system, even a good support system, then I think you'll be okay. Yeah, and I feel like I'm, I know our friend group, like all of my friends, we have such a special safe place with yeah. each other that it's like everybody can come as their truest form, and I just want to, I just love it. And yeah. I feel like you should all, like, try, like, open your hearts and just accept everybody. I don't know why that's so hard for people. It's so hard, yeah. 
I don't know. I don't get it either. Like, I just feel like I have so much love in my heart. And I just want to love people. And I just can't believe people don't want to just love people. Like, yeah. That doesn't, that doesn't... I know pride is a lot about yourself, but it's also um, about your mental health and your physical well-being and just making sure that you're staying sane and um, making sure that you're staying healthy. And I know it's really hard, guys. Trust me, I know. And I know finding your chosen family takes a long time but once you do i swear you're gonna really just i don't know learn to love yourself and having pride is amazing yeah it's beautiful and there's beautiful. people that have fought like fuck and who have died for us and i just think that we need to honor them yeah so this episode was a serious one it was i don't regret a thing i don't i really hope you guys learned something um you know we tried to be as uh what's the word like easy to understand as possible yeah um but if you're homophobic fuck you if you're transphobic if you have a problem with this episode you're homophobic no yeah also if you fetishize gay people you're weird you're You're weird weird shit you're fucking weird and thank you guys so much for listening and um sorry you can follow us on instagram and twitter at dumb shit pod d-u-m-b S-H-I-T-P-O-T. <laughs> turn on our post notifications so yes. you will always be up to date on new content and information. We post every Tuesday. Every Please Tuesday. make sure to subscribe and even leave a review if you have time. Anything else? please and we will be listing we will be having a list of like queer organizations to volunteer at and donate to in the description um of this podcast (laughs) and remember if you're not advocating for your queer counterparts then your mom's a hoe your dad's a hoe your family's a hoe and you're a hoe so period that's it i don't make the rules being a hoe is okay but we mean like you're shitty yeah you're shitty no being a hoe yeah, I love hoes, but I'm yeah. saying if you're a if you're, yeah. you we know what we mean. Yeah, your mom's a hoe. That's it. <laughs> That's it. I don't make the rules. Anyway, <laughs> bye guys. Bye. See you next week.